Man, last night we recorded uh, an hour-long podcast yesterday, me and Davila. But I don't know what happened, but somewhere in the transition or uh, the distribution of the podcast, uh, the audio was lost. I barely realize that right now. But today's Saturday, October 6th, and it's fight night. And just a quick recap of what we talked about yesterday. Um, Since the, the freaking podcast didn't record. I mean, it recorded, but I don't know. The audio got lost in the transition. But we did. <clears throat> we picked the Black Beast to demolish uh, Volkov in a heavyweight fight coming up. And we picked OSP to beat this young knockout artist, Reyes. Because um, OSP has more tools in the shed, more uh, weapons to use. And the co-main event of UFC 29, 229 is Tony Ferguson versus Anthony Pettis. And Anthony Pettis has been looking good lately. <clears throat> Tony Ferguson's coming off a torn LCL fight that he tore five months back. But he has that Mexican spirit, that Mexican uh, mindset. He powered through that and he's back to co-headline UFC 229. And he made championship weight in case anything happened. So I picked uh we me and Abla both picked uh Tony Ferguson to beat uh Anthony Pettis because all um I feel like it's a possibility that Anthony Pettis could catch Tony Ferguson <clears throat> with like a a strike to the liver or something like that. But I feel like Tony Ferguson is just so mentally tough, and he has doesn't have really have knockout power, but he could TKO someone, and he's really he has really good jujitsu off his back and on top, and that's the thing is uh, Anthony Pettis besides his amazing striking, he does he's a very good off his back with jujitsu with uh, arm bars and uh, triangle chokes. So it's a very interesting fight, but gotta go, my boy Tony Ferguson. Now for the main event of UFC 229, the biggest UFC card of all time because of this fight. The undefeated Dirty Russian Rat Khabib versus the notorious Conor McGregor. Conor's a animal workhorse. Yeah. He's a, he has this character in him coming out, but I feel like this is him deep inside, like, he wants to destroy this rat, um, but he's done this plenty of times, leading up to the DS fights, leading up to, um, yeah, especially the DS fights, where he does, he, he doesn't really like someone, and, um, He's just like this every way, and and I feel like the biggest test that Connor has conquered <clears throat> from head to toe was when he destroyed Eddie Alvarez, and I feel like Eddie Alvarez was a much more complete fighter. He had uh, more uh, tools in the shed, uh, weapons to use than Khabib, but Khabib has this one thing that he's just super amazing at, um, his wrestling, but...
Uh, Eddie Alvarez is no slouch. He's an amazing wrestler as well. And he has dangerous striking. But I, I was watching uh, Connor stuff them takedowns against Eddie Alvarez. And Eddie Alvarez is like has a pretty good successful takedown rate. I believe he has like an 80% takedown rate. And, but Connor stuffed him like two or three times in that fight. <clears throat> so I feel like uh, Connor's uh, ever since his last fight, he's been um, really working on his takedown defense and um, his jujitsu since the Nate fight. So I feel like that's been a real strong uh, something. It's something that he's been working on nonstop. And um, he's training with Dylan Dennis for over, for sure, two years already. And they say that when you're not actually getting ready for a fight, that's when you're learning the most. And, um, he, of course, Connor has amazing striking. I just feel like from head to toe, Connor's a knockout Khabib in the second round because... He has that psycho belief in himself. He's put in the hard work. Here he's already visualizes victory. And he's pretty big. Connor is no slouch. He looks big. He just looks big and he's powerful, strong. Uh, even though he acts crazy in the press conference and stuff, he's very cerebral when he's in there. Um, I believe the last time he was talking inside the cages when he... Won his featherweight title against Chad Mendes, but I don't see him being like that. I see him just being like cold, calm, and collected, and he's just gonna walk down this Russian rat, and that's it. Connor's gonna destroy Khabib, second round knockout. And I'm sorry, we did an awesome podcast yesterday, going more into detail, but I lost. Oh, I guess. Uh, the thing I used didn't save it, but, you know, thanks for listening, and, and a good look to all the fighters. I appreciate them sacrificing everything to go in there and perform for the fans, and can't wait to see Connor come out victorious. Till next time. <clears throat> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I haven't been doing any episodes lately. I've been real busy, but uh, I want to give my thoughts <clears throat> on UFC 229. Incredible fight by uh, Tony Ferguson and Anthony Pettis. Two Latin warriors going at it. Um, the Mexican came out on top. My boy Tony Ferguson. Uh, he might be my second favorite fighter in the entire, in the entire UFC. Because he's a ruthless, re- relentless. Uh, he's Mex- he has that Mexican blood, so he has an incredible work ethic. Might be the hardest worker in the entire uh, UFC. <clears throat> So congrats to Tony on that win. Sets himself up for a possible, possible, possible title fight. We'll see. Because everybody wants to see Khabib and Connor Part 2. The fight, Khabib and Connor Part 1, broke every single MMA record, pay-per-view-wise. Uh, I believe it had 2.4 million buys on pay-per-view. That's not counting the illegal streams. Probably been, would have been way higher. <clears throat> but, yeah. I mean, it was an incredible fight. Um, I watched it like 10 times. And, you know, shout out to Khabib. Stuck to his game plan. And he won. Um, 
But Connor looked good. But <clears throat> I feel like Connor should, and his coaching staff, they should focus less on what Khabib does, and they should play more to their strengths. Like Connor said in multiple, multiple, multiple interviews in the past that he's in there fighting the blink face. So he should play more to his strengths, focus on that, his beautiful striking and <clears throat> his incredible body kicks and focus less on what he expects Khabib to do. But And just like, I feel like Connor did real good. Better than most people usually do, but he's undefeated in rematches, and I feel like if well he is in against rematch, he's Connor. He runs the UFC. He will get his rematch, and he will get his redemption, and he will get that title back. And so I feel deep inside me, and it was an incredible fight. I enjoyed everything. I even enjoyed the antics <laughs> outside of the. Outside of the after the fight, I didn't like that Connor got hit by multiple people, but uh, it's just gonna build it up for the for the for the biggest rematch in UFC history, and there's nothing better than the UFC. And on news, we got the Black Beast fighting Daniel Cormier at uh, UFC 230 at Madison Square Garden. That's a great fight, and they also broke that they're gonna have John Jones fight Alexander Gustafson part two. For the vacant uh, light heavyweight title. Because they're going to strip DC out of his title. But the UFC. Uh, I, lo- I love the NFL. I love NCAA football. But the, uh, if I could only pick one sport to be a fan of. It has to be the UFC. It's the most exciting sport out of all the sports. <clears throat> and that's it with the UFC. And um, I'm going to jump into the. My pickums for this week for football. We have the Panthers versus the Eagles. I had the Panthers winning because the Eagles haven't looked like themselves lately. I don't know what's going on with them. Maybe it's um, Carson Wentz's. Uh, well, they had a lot of hurt players, so maybe they're just trying to build the rhythm. And maybe the second half of the season, they'll build the, the momentum they need to get things done. So I had the Panthers beating the Eagles. The next game is Jets versus the Vikings. I had the Vikings winning. They had a shaky start in the beginning. Um, but I feel like their defense is coming together. I feel like uh, they're being able to run the ball now. And then Kirk Cousins has to be at least the second best quarterback in the league right now. <clears throat> Statistically speaking. And then they're running the ball. And then the offensive line is building a rhythm. So I love it. And it's only going to build more momentum for them to... Uh, uh, take over that division and uh, build a bridge for them to get into playoffs. The next game is the Bills versus Colts. Uh, had the Colts winning it's two teams that are not as good, not that good. They're like the bottom feeders of the league, but I do have the Colts winning. And the next game is Patriots versus Bears. That's a really, really good game. But I do have the Patriots coming out on top. You know, it's good. It's a, it's gonna be really good to see that game, probably like the game of the week. But I do have the Patriots coming on top. The next game is the Browns versus the Buccaneers. Um, I had the Buccaneers coming out on top. James Winston looked really good last week, and I feel like he's only gonna get better. <clears throat> the next game is Texans versus Jaguars. Jaguars did acquire um, Carlos Hyde. I really love that. I have him on like two fantasy leagues, so I really love that. 
But I, I do have the Texans winning because Blake Bortles hasn't looked as good and the Texans defense is, defense is looking really good. And the next game is the Lions versus Dolphins. I, Brock Osweiler did really good last week and I feel like he's going to continue that and do real good again this week. He has a lot of weapons around him. So I picked the Dolphins to beat the Lions. The next game is the Saints versus the Ravens. The Ravens have looked real good. They're going to test that. Uh, Saints passing game, so I have the Ravens coming out on top, winning that game. Next game is Cowboys versus Redskins. Uh, the Cowboys are building momentum, and they're running the ball, playing stout defense, and Dak does what he does. You know, he doesn't have to do too much as long as that defense is doing good and they're running the ball. So the Cowboys being the Redskins, I think that's going to be a pretty good game. And the next game is the Rams versus the 49ers. I do... Uh, I believe his name is Bethard, uh, the quarterback uh, for the 49ers. He's really good. He he even looked good last year. He looks real good this year. I, I had the 49ers beating the Rams this week because it's a divisional game, and these games are really tough. And th- that's the Achilles heels for the Rams is when they play within their own division, they lose to them teams like that. The next game is the Bengals versus the Chiefs. I do have the Bengals winning the game. Because I feel like their defense will make a play towards the end of the game to seal the deal, seal the victory for the Bengals. So I do have the Bengals winning, beating the Chiefs. It's fun to see the Chiefs play, man. Their their offense, their offense is like next level. Like it's amazing to watch them just fling the ball out there and just like it's just like it's just fun to see that. But I do have the Bengals coming out on top. <clears throat> the next game. Is Giants versus the Falcons. I have the Falcons being, beating the Giants. The Giants, they don't look good at all. And probably the only good part of their offense is the running back. He's an amazing running back. He was hyped up. He was way worth the number two pick. Um, but then again, the Giants do have to live with, no matter how good, he could be the greatest running back of all time. But they could also use the pick to pick one of the other good quarterbacks that got drafted after Baker. But they do have to live with that decision. And there's some pretty good potential quarterbacks. There's like three, there's like at least four first round quarterbacks coming out this year. So maybe they like the quarterbacks that are coming out this year rather than the ones that came out last year. So we'll see on that. And I do like the Falcons. Um, you know, they're pretty hurt, too, but I feel like they're the better team between them and the Giants. And that'll be my my pickums, and that'll be the episode for the week. And I'm going to do another episode Friday night. I'm going to get some champagne and pop some bottles with my boys, watch, break down the Ozdemir uh, versus... It's an Ozdemir fight. I forgot who the other guy's name is, but I think his name is... Anthony Smith. Oh, Anthony Smith versus uh, Bolkin Ozdemir. Incredible heavyweight fight. Fireworks from round to round. So, um, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I really appreciate <clears throat> all my listeners. And hope you guys have a great day.